Welcome to the Toss Mills Odoi Macarius podcast. Toss Mills Odoi is an apostle, teacher, and a sought-after speaker in international Christian leadership conferences. He is a son of Bishop Daguerre Mills, who is the founder of the United Denominations and a best-selling author. With over 20 years' experience in church planting around the world and in the training and sending of missionaries, Apostle Toss currently serves at the Makaras Church Teshi in Accra, Ghana, a vibrant church seeking to win the lost at all cost. He is also a director in the Daguerre Mills Ministries. Now, listen to Toss Mills Odoi. Day by day, yes, it does. Living this kind of life, everything new and the old is passed away. Happy days are here again. I've got new family and friends, and I'm grateful. Yes, I am. Ever since I met Jesus Christ. I've been living this kind of life, it's a good life. No more walking, walking in thinking sand. On Christ, the solid rock, I Until Jesus comes and my work on earth is done, I'm glad to say, from now on until my dying day, I'll be living this kind of life, and it's a good life, yes it is, and I want you to know that everything's okay, since I've been living this kind of life. Living this kind of life I'm not afraid of what tomorrow brings Oh no, oh no, no, no Living this kind of life I can be anything God wants me to be Living this kind of life Don't you know everything's new And the old is passed away Yes, it has if I now until my dying day, I'll be living this kind of life. And I want you to know that everything's okay. Since I've been living this kind of life, and it's a good life. No more walking. Walking in sinking sand On Christ the solid 
come and my work on earth is done I'm glad to say from now on until my dying day I'll be living this kind of life and it's a good life it's a good life such a sweet life do I love living this kind of life it's a good life such a sweet life do I love Living this kind of life is a good life, such a sweet life. You know I like living this, living this kind of life is a good life, such a sweet life. You know I like living this, living this kind of life is a good life, such a sweet life. You know I. Living this, living this kind of life is a good life, such a sweet life. You know, you know I like living this, living this kind of life is a good, such a sweet. You know I like living this, living this. No more walking, walking and seeking Until my dying day, I'll be living this kind of life, and it's a good life yesterday. And I want you to know that everything's alright since I've been living this kind of life. What is it? What is it? It's a good life, such a sweet life. Do I like living this kind of life? Or he had to go and borrow. Yes, he did that to eat. He had to do a miracle and tell disciples, you know, go into the town. You see an ass tied. Start, start and tie the tie, the uh, 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 um, ass or coat. Somebody will come, ready. the owner will come. When he comes and asks you, say that, look, our master doesn't have a car. So he said we should come for your car. Can you imagine it? If you see somebody breaking into your car in town, and then when you go, he tells you that prophet something said I should come for the car that he needs it for a convention. But that's how Jesus was going about his ministry. Where he needed to eat the Lord's supper, he said, Go into this town, go into this house, and tell the person that look, we are hungry, and tonight we are coming to eat in your house. 
money was not part of the thing that Jesus was bearing. Even though a lot of pastors today use money as part of the fruits they are bearing. Commonly, pastors boast a lot about their money and the things that they have. Sadly, the thing that Jesus said we should not gather is what pastors are actually happy that they've gathered. Pray for pastors. I said what? Pray for who? Not unbelievers, pastors. But Jesus said here, that I've prepared you, that you should go and bring forth other people. Look at what he told the disciples. He said, follow me. You are a fisherman today. Follow me. And I'll make you fishers of men. Jesus has called us to be fishers of men. That's the food he expects us to bear. And he said, when you do that, then all your prayers will now be answered. So if you are not bearing fruit, eh, and you see, there are, there are many conditions for answered prayer. One, one of them is this. The chief one is this. Sin is also another. He said in Isaiah 55, 1, your sins and your iniquities have separated between you and God. That when you pray, he doesn't hear. Anytime your prayers are not answered, check yourself. Don't check God. Never say that God doesn't answer prayers. Never say that God is not faithful. Always check yourself. And so I want to share with you on fruitfulness just to jolt you and just to stir you up to bear forth fruit. You see, last week, a brother was sharing a testimony with me. He said he got a job and when he looked at his job, looked at his salary, benefits and everything, it struck him that he had a friend doing the same job many years before him. Many years before him. But as he looked at his job, the salary, the benefits, he saw that it was far more than the person who was there before him. Then he told me that he has seen that when you serve God, there is a way that God blesses you more than you even desire. God is able, the Bible says, to make all grace abound towards you. Grace is things you don't deserve. The Bible says that he is able to make all grace abound towards you. That you having all sufficiency in all things may abound unto every good work. I see that happening to you practically in Jesus' name. Today is a I will be promoted Sunday. Yes. And through the different things you hear and get any and every area of your life will receive an upgrade in Jesus' name. So I'm sharing with you from Chapter 3 of this book. When God expects the fruit. When God expects the fruit that you are supposed to bear. The timing. The timing of fruit bearing. The Bible says that the sons of Issachar were wise. In First Chronicles, it says that the sons of Issachar were wise. Why were they wise? The Bible says because they knew the times. They knew about timing. And knew what Israel ought to do at a particular time. One day I saw a wife who wanted to have children. But then I realized that she didn't know about what timing. That the Bible says there is a time to sow. And there is a time to refrain 
from sowing. Yes. So I went into um, gynecology. <laughs> Say gynecology. I became a gynecologist. You see, the Bible says in Psalm 23 that the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Everything that you need is in a shepherd. Once you have a shepherd, you have a gynecologist, you have a doctor, you have a psychiatrist. Some of you psychiatry. That's the problem. Psychiatry. <laughs> Do you know psychiatry? Bodam, bodam treatment. <laughs> yes. A pastor is a psychiatrist. He's also an He's everything that you need. A doctor, a banker. Hey, a shepherd also becomes a father and a mother. One day was Mother's Day, and one of my sheep bought me a gift. She said that you are also a mother to me. Hey, <laughs> yes, when you have a shepherd, a shepherd becomes everything, everything that you need. I find that a shepherd is more important than an apostle, a prophet, an evangelist, a teacher. A pastor, a shepherd, is all that you need. That if he's a good shepherd. Anyway, so I got into gynecology. I put on my gyne obstetrics and gynecology suit. Then I began to discuss with her. What time of the month is something, something, something? Eh, okay. Two days before um, something, do this. Abstain from this for two to three days before this date. Then when this date comes, do this in this way. Huh. I'm telling you the truth. I said two to three days before with explanations. Abstain because of this, this, that, that. Then after that, do this, then this. Then finally, when you are doing this, do it in this way, not in this way. Champion doctor. Yeah. <laughs> it worked rough. Yes. Huh. Gynecology. I became a gynecologist. Everything that you need, you see, is in timing, the timing. In the good general bishop writes that when the falcon breaks the back of the prey, it is because of timing. In physics, there's something called resonance. You see, do you know that there are some people that they, they can sing to a certain pitch? It can break a wine glass. Oh, yes. Based on what timing of the sound levels. Timing is everything. Those of you who are bad boys, you know what I'm talking about. Timing, even and bad girls, it's about timing. Now, it's the safe time, it's the safe time, you know. All until God decides to upend your timing. <laughs> yes, once we are on earth, everything will be governed by time. That's what the Bible says that in heaven, there will be no more time, that time should be no more. Everything is governed by time. Amen. That's why I mean one of the keys to church growth is end your service on time. <laughs> it's true. I know a church, that's one of the main things that makes their church grow. They close on time. If they say 11, eh? don't close at 10.59, no. 
but you see them there at 11.03 like you see us at 11.15 (laughs) it's true I want to ask you to respect time one day a certain Ghanaian went to Switzerland to go and negotiate with Swiss forgetting that they do watch more than everybody else (laughs) yes they do what? watch Watches more than everybody. Swiss, Swiss watch. It should tell you the kind of people in the country. But he went with Ghana. Uh, uh, Ghana what? Time. Oh. So they told him that come for the meeting at 11 o'clock. Oh. 11.10. He was now on his way. He didn't go and meet them. He didn't go and meet them. And didn't get the thing that he wanted. They didn't even mind him again. Timing is everything. For you to bear forth fruit, everything is time. Amen. So I want to share with you this morning about just three times that God is expecting fruit from you. Number one, God is expecting fruit from you after three months of becoming a Christian. Three months after giving you a new job. Three months after joining the church. Three months after the church starts. Three months after your placenta starts. God is expecting fruit after three months. John chapter 4. John chapter 4. Verse 35. Jesus said, do not say there are four months yet unto harvest. Some versions of the Bible say, you have a saying that are there not yet four months until harvest. Like, it's a type of waiting man no see before. Time day, time day, moral day. I think the Jews also had a form of moral day. They said, there's a saying that there are four more months. And Jesus said, do not say there are four more months unto the harvest. You only have three months. Don't say four months. He said, do not say that you have four months. He said, lift up your eyes now. The fields are white unto harvest. You don't have time. After three months, God is expecting some food from you. Exodus chapter 2 verse 1, 2, 3. The Bible says, when Moses was born, because his parents saw that he was a goodly child, they hid him for what? Three months. After three months, you can't hide again. You cannot come to church after three months. We still don't know you. (laughs) After three months, you are still hiding. Moses, he was only able to be hidden for three months. The Bible says, because his parents saw he was a goodly child. If you are good, (laughs) if you are good, after three months, you cannot hide. After three months, you must be in the banker's percenta or the legal percenta or the entrepreneur's percenta or the uh, builder's percenta or the civil servant's percenta or the IT percenta or the... What have I left out? Accounting percenta. You should be in the percenta after three months. Solid! <laughs> after three months... God is expecting food from you. 
after three months, there should be somebody that you have brought to check yourself. God is expecting fruit. After three months, you should be a solid tithe payer. Not an excuse given. Solid. Jesus said, don't talk about four months. It's too late. Moses, only three months. <laughs> and it's when I got born again. By 1st January, uh, what was that year? 1998. By end of March, I was starting a Bury Girls Leadership International with now Bishop Jake. After three months. My first apostle from birth. First, I was starting, uh, whatever, every girls. By six months, I started Leadership International in Presec and then in um, Accra Girls. By six months. Two more churches. <laughs> By September, Achimota School was taken off. It's true. After three months of being a Christian, what do you have to show for it? He said, behold, I come seeking fruit. Behold, I'm coming looking for people. There's no more time. We are just waiting for China to openly support Russia. Then we know that World War III is full blown now. <laughs> we don't know when that announcement will be made by President Xi Jinping. Then we'll know that, oh yes, now it's full blown. Because Already, I was telling somebody yesterday that look, practically, practically, is Russia versus the world. Practically, everybody is sending Ukraine arms. Practically, is Russia versus the world. We are waiting for China to declare open support, and then India also to join. They will know that. Oh yes, never travel again. Hide in Kukuran to me. You'll be safer there. <laughs> in Agoba. Yes. Chirponi. Uh, Gambaga. No nuclear weapon will come there to be a waste of money. It's true. Time is short. We don't know when Jesus will come because the Bible says before the Antichrist is full blown, the rapture will take place. Recently, I bought a TV and I was telling my brother that, you know, this TV you are delaying in sending me eh? if Jesus comes before you send the TV eh? you owe me a TV in heaven <laughs> actually I don't send it and you are giving me excuses pray pray that I receive it before the rapture because the way the things are going is just a day before the announcement is made three months do not say you have three months who have you brought to church since you started where are your fruits? Who can you see that? Oh, I invited this person. I've stabilized this person. Where are your fruits after three months? First Samuel chapter 6, verse 11 and 12. First Samuel chapter 6, verse 11 and 12. Imagine getting married and after three months, you sort of consummated the marriage. Where's the lawyer? After how many days or weeks will the marriage be annulled if it's not consummated? Until there's consummation, there's no marriage. Baru kasu baraba. Second Samuel chapter six, verse eleven and twelve. Look, and they 
laid the ark of the Lord upon the cart and the coffer with the gold image. Eh? Is there something wrong? Ah, the scripture I'm looking for says that and they put the ark in the house of, of Obedidom. Aha! And the ark of the Lord continued in the aha! About what verse did he put there first? I love you, okay? <laughs> Second, so much of that six verse 11. And the ark of the Lord continued in the house of Obedidom, the Gittites. Three months! Look, as I began studying, many places, three months is a very important time in the Bible. Look at what it says. In the house of three months, and the Lord blessed Obedidom and all his household. Look at verse 12. Look at verse 12. So great was the blessing that and it was told the king, David, saying, the Lord has blessed the house of Obedidom and all that pertains unto him because of the act of the Lord. Then David said, I'm going back for my thing. Like when David saw the blessing that can come in just after three months of the ark of God being there, said, I want that thing in my house. Because you should understand that before the ark was sent to the house of Obedidom, God had killed Uzzah for touching it. So David said, this thing it kills. I don't want to bring it into my house lest we start to die. So he sent it to Obedidom's house. That means that Obedidom was an expendable. Like even if he dies, it's okay. So quickly they found Obedidom. I'm sure he was some. I don't want to give any example lest somebody become offended with me. These days, people are becoming offended left, right. So they just found the nearest Jimakla and sent the uh, act of the Lord. In case he even dies, it's nothing. He's an expendable. What mean expendable? Expendable is somebody who, when he dies, you won't notice. So David found the nearest person who can die easily. Then the Bible says, after three months, the change was noticeable. So noticeable that it came to the attention of the king. I mean, immediately the king heard that Obedidom has bought three Mercedes Benz. One saloon S450, one ML450, and one Brabos. The king said, Hey, me, King David, I'm driving Toyota Camry. <laughs> Meanwhile, the Lord had blessed Obedidom. Then he heard that Obedidom's daughter, who didn't finish. Uh, J.S. said before they brought free education. Anyway, anybody who voted for Ecuador, lift up your hands. If you voted for MPP, lift up your hands. I want to identify who voted for. Now, nobody is... Or you've forgotten. All those who voted for MPP, I have a meeting with you after church. <laughs> Listen. What was I saying? I was saying something very, very important. Eh? Obedidom's daughter was getting married. And when David saw <laughs> the um, convoy, the convoy for Obedidom's daughter's wedding, he said, man, then they told David that all these blessings happened 
from the day he sent the ark to his house. And David said, Ah, was that not just three months ago? They said, Oh, yes. My brothers and sisters, after three months, we expect to see something tangible. God is looking for fruit after just three months. Not one year, three months. We will come to one year, but it's three months. Ask your neighbor, please. I've been seeing you in this church for more than three months. I need status reports. <laughs> Those who are not minding me, what for does it mean? You are disobeying me. Or you know the answer you will receive. Second timing. God expects fruit from you after one year. After three months, there should be some tangible fruit. Then after one year, Luke chapter chapter 13, verse 6. Luke chapter 13, verse 6. He also spake this parable. A certain man had a fig tree planted in his vineyard. And he came and sought fruit thereon and found none. Let me ask you, when you plant a tree, don't you expect fruit from it? God also is expecting fruit from you. Then said he to the dresser of the vineyard, the gardener, Behold, these three years I come seeking fruit on this fig tree and find none. Cut down. May you never be cut down in Jesus' name. You know, Sometimes you may even be cut down, but I don't know you've been cut down. Recently, I was looking at some people who have resigned from the church. Then I said that eh, they think they have resigned, but I think God has removed them from the church. You see, how you live is not the problem. It is that you left. So you may think that you resigned, but actually, God removed you. You didn't resign. You were removed. Like God sacked you. Like let's say God says you will die. Now the next question is how will the dying come about? How the dying will come about? It's, It's not important. It is the dying or the death. That is what's important. So as I looked at them, I saw that no. God has removed them from the church. Even though they think they resigned. So when I say cut down it doesn't mean you won't come to church again. When God told, then said he unto the dresser of his vineyard, Behold, look at this. These three years, three years, I'm aware that by the time three years is up for this church, God will be expecting some kind of fruit from us. Oh, yes. As a church, as a pastor, as members. And you know, in the book of Revelation, it talks about the tree of life. It says that, and the tree bore 12 manner of fruits. So it's not just one kind of fruit. You see, it is, it is in our lower existence that mango brings forth only mangoes. But when I was younger, my father used to do a great experiments, like he used to graft trees. So I remember he makes tangerine and orange into one tree. So the tree, I don't know if it's tangerine tree or orange tree or tangina, I don't know. Whatever it was. 
the sides of the tangerines were like oranges. And he did it in such a way that they don't have seeds. Can you imagine eating a, an orange that's the size of a tangerine and as sweet as a tangerine without seeds? Oh, you just put one in your mouth and start chewing. Beautiful. They used to bring different things. Very like they combine the different things. The Bible is saying that uh, God also expects us to bring from 12 kinds of fruits. Love, peace. After three months, I did let your quick temper go down a bit. You didn't hear that part of the preaching. At least they last. Let it reduce small. Even if not played after three months, there maybe you had. Eight girlfriends, let it reduce to two. After three months, reduce it to two. So that God will see some progress. Amen. He said, Cut it down. Why cumbereth it the ground? And the gardener answered and said, Lord, let us leave it alone for one year. Let us leave it alone for this year also. Give it one more year. Give it one more year. So I shall dig about it and dung it. Oh, there was a beautiful message I heard. A part of preacher was called dig and dung. And if it bear fruit after one year, well. And if it does not bear fruit after one year, then thou shalt cut it down. They will not be cut down you see, that's why I press hard. That's why I work hard. That's why I stay up. That's why I call you. That's why I text you. This morning, I was told that a brother is very angry with me. I said, oh. I was only trying to advise him. But I didn't advise him in a nice way. And I also changed this. I was at 80. I'm now at maybe... Oh. Who says 60? Is it Lorena? Who says 60? Who says 60? You. I was about to give myself 20. I was about to give myself 20. Uh, or maybe wh- where she knows me at the 60. Ah, okay. But where would you give me? 20. Ah, okay. 20. <laughs> yes. <clears throat> anyway. We are improving. But I just very. So I said. I'm going to apologize to him. It's true. Apologize. I'm sorry. What does when you say somebody says I'm angry with you? See, I'm sorry. I apologize. And you move on. If he forgives you, well. If he doesn't forgive, you give him one more year to forgive you. <laughs> hmm. Bishop writes, there are certain things we must see within a year. If we do not see certain changes within a year, it is a sign that there will be no change in the future. Oh, but it's true. (laughs) When a political party comes into power, eh? No, please give that example. And after three months, they haven't formed a cabinet, eh? It should tell you what is ahead. In Kumasi, where I come from, you have a saying that Agrobeswa. Yes. 
Man, we all do understand what I say. I'll tell you about Umofia. That's that country I'm talking about. When we advise you, we give you counsel. Look, one day a certain father sent his daughter to school. And in that school, other people also sent their children there. Failing somewhere, doing law, economics, accounting, but most were doing law and failing. But there was this girl always passing after five or six years out of maybe ten people she's the only only one who graduated in law then one day do what I found out (laughs) before she went to school or I think her second year her father called her for a meeting do you know what her father told her her father told her that you know something if you fail an exam, I don't know whether if I pay again, you will pass it. <laughs> so, I want you to know any textbook you want, tell me, I'll buy it for you. Any classes you want to go for, tell me, I'll pay for it for you. Any money you need for anything, hand out, anything you want, I'll buy it for you. But the day you fail one paper, that day, you pack your bags, I buy your air ticket back to Ghana. Finish. Because I don't know if whether I pay again, you pass again. Since you fail, I don't know whether you fail again. Because unto him who has shall not be given a job of abundance. And Newton's law of motion says that a body shall continue in the same trajectory in which it is going. Let it is overcome by an equal or opposite reaction. If you fail one paper, it's a sign that you can fail again. And I don't have money for that. I can pre-finance, but not post-pay. I said, of all the students, she's the only one who graduated as a lawyer. And today she's a lawyer. Oh, yes. So I plan that one day I'll tell my children the same thing. Because I can see that it works. They are too young to understand now. But I said, when they grow, 16, 17, 18, I'll have that. I've, I've rehearsed that speech in my mind. Yes. Mm. After one year, you should become a shepherd. It can never be that after one year I'm not a shepherd. Oh, no, 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 no. After one year, we must see some things. After one year, you should be like a pastor who is not called a pastor. There are many people who are who who's, who people refer to as pastors. And when I hear, I only ask them that you, were, you, that you didn't invite me to your pastoral appointment. But the way they are, I cannot even tell people not to call them pastor. Because of the fruit they bear. And God is also saying that, behold, I come seeking fruit. You see, God, he's a serious God. He's like Vladimir Putin. But a good version, a good version. I hear Vladimir Putin was quoting Jesus Christ. To justify his invasion of Ukraine. Jesus said that didn't kill people like that. But you see, he's serious. God doesn't joke. And when he saves you, he's expecting you. You know, if we knew what hell is and we believed in hell, we believed in hell, we would live our lives differently. You see, every time we give money here, it is used to build churches. You may not see because you came into like a completed church building, but we now take our money 
just as some other people use their money to build here, we also use their money from here to build other churches. Everywhere. We are in Turkey, solidly in Turkey. Solidly registered with documents. Last week, Thursday, the, the lawyer told Reverend Joggins, who was here, that from today, the government has now recognized you. I didn't know whether it was a blessing. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know it was a blessing because I, now you have to file for tax auditing. So I asked him, do you understand the meaning of what the um, lawyer said? He said, oh yes, he said we should, he gave us a records book for decisions we've taken. I told him, you should use it all. Then he told me that, oh yeah, 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 will you? I said, no. <laughs> I said, no. You don't understand though. Every meeting, right minutes. Then I told him that in India, we were not doing that. The day the government told us that we should bring records of all our minutes of the board meetings. Huh? Come and see. Now, we have to go and beg people who have become orangus to sign documents for us because they were in the church and in their meetings. So I told them that take that book very, very seriously. The day they come for you, is that book that will save you? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. And it's all financed from here. You and me, we finance our missions in Istanbul and now in Ankara and expanding into seven other cities soon. No, these days when you are planning for your honeymoon, add Turkey to honeymoon destinations to go and visit the places where Paul went to in Antioch. You go to Antioch, just that it will be like a very spiritual honeymoon. I don't know if it's a good idea, but <laughs> because if they are telling you the sacrifices of Paul on your honeymoon, I don't know if you will enjoy like if it's compatible with the honeymoon atmosphere. Like sacrifice, he shed his blood here. This where they beat him, and he said, through my tribulation. You cannot put your hands so easily around your new bride's waist as they are telling you that this is the spot where he said, through my tribulation, we must enter the kingdom. Then you are hugging yourself. So maybe not Turkey, but like your second honeymoon, you can go like Christmas vacation, you can go to Turkey. Three months, God comes seeking fruit. One year, God comes seeking fruit. Then the next one, five years. After five years of Christianity, after five years of having a church, after five years of being in the faith, you know, so when you've been in this church, he says, since, <laughs> since when? 1980, 1980, when? Don't reduce it to 97. You said from the canteen. When did you join the church? What's your football age? What's your football? Mention your football age. She was telling me she joined from the cantino. Now she's saying call, 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 no. They are reducing the football. Did you not tell me canteen? Call it, no. What year? Don't reduce your football age. 96. Okay, anyway, 96. We'll take it like that. 96. You've been in the church for 26 years. Why are you not a lady pastor? <laughs> huh? When? 
God is coming. Don't worry, I'm using it because she will not get offended with me. <laughs> if you get offended with me, I'll just uh, it's okay. Me too, you've, me too, you've offended me before. They were over. <laughs> After five years, oh, that one there should be a lady pastor. After five years, you'll be a pastor. Ah, oh, yes. Commit yourself to it. Patricia, hello. I'm just waving at you. I'm just waving at you. No, how be any I'm just waving at you. <laughs> Leviticus chapter 19 verse 23. I will be promoted. And when ye shall come into the land and shall have planted all manner of trees for food, then ye shall count the fruit thereof as uncircumcised. You see again, three years shall it be as uncircumcised unto you. It shall not be eaten. But in the fourth year, all the fruits thereof shall be holy for you to praise the Lord thereof. You see the fig tree as well. After three years, there was no fruit. You see here as well, it says that after three years, it shall remain as, as uncircumcised. It shall not be eaten. God will overlook some things for three years. I don't talk about the three years, but God will overlook some things for three years. After that, he says, in the fourth year, all the fruit thereof shall be holy to praise the Lord without. And in the fifth year, shall you eat of the fruit thereof, so that it may yield unto you the increase. You see, the more you stay in God, the more dangerous it is for you not to be fruitful. Because he said that you start benefiting when you bear forth fruit after five years. So when after five years some fruits have not been born, you may find out that you will not be eating of the good of the land because it didn't bear some kind of fruit. You see, it is because of this thing that I just encourage people, serve God, do something. Whatever it is you feel happy to do, do it. Because God, yeah, he will come seeking fruit. If I'm your pastor, I don't want you to come, you know, we don't like to read it, but the Bible says that when Jesus saw that the fig tree didn't bear forth fruit, he cursed the fig tree. He didn't say, may I not eat from food from you again. He said, may no man benefit from you again. Not just me, but I be, you become like a useless person. I'm your pastor. I do not want such a calamity to happen. So that's what they join. The more things you join, even if it is something small. You know, I have a mango tree in my house. Eh? I don't know who speaks to that tree. But like there are some years, it will bring forth two mangoes. Some other year, oh, maybe thousand, I don't know, will we'll dash out every, every night. Yeah, it's, it's falling down. Like that. Plenty. Some other year, one <laughs> big one they would time it then birds will come and eat that one and oh <laughs> but some other the bed we can even share it with the birds there'll be more left <laughs> but as for God but do you think that because this year it will bring a lot of fruit I say well as for next year then I'll dash it to the fruit no by next year I'm expecting more fruit 
fruit. And I know that God constantly comes as he pours his blessings upon us seeking fruit. Seeking how we are impacting his kingdom. Seeing how after all the goodness he has shown to us are we reciprocating? How are we saying thanks with our lives? Are we leading people to Christ? Are we inviting people to church? Are we investing in prayer for souls? Are we going on outreach? I am aware. I am aware of the timings of God for me, for the church, and for you. I have my own responsibilities. Of, of, often I tell people that I am aware that one day I will stand before God. He will judge me for Esther. How, when I sent Esther to, you know, one day I was praying about church growth and God asked me that if, if you were God and you had children, plenty, who would you give them to? Would you not give them to somebody who would take care of them? Yes. God is more interested in church growth than you. If you can show God that you are a serious person. God will ask me, when I sent you Esther, what did you use her for? What did you tell her? What advice did you give her? I'm aware. So I have to relate with her in such a way that she'll bring forth so that when I am judged for her, I will not be found guilty. So that's what I tell her. Go off for visitation. Invite Paddy. Do the God, please listen to March. Uh, what was it, today's date? 20th. I even said it from the pulpit that she should go and bring Paddy and go and bring it. I told her. You can ask the rest of the congregation if the tape is lost. <laughs> I don't know if the tape is lost. That's why I tell people. I look at you and say, you, you don't want to. Hey, let me not give that. Like everybody I say, do something. Hey, no, these days I'm careful. I'm at 20%. I don't want to reduce to, I don't want to increase again to 21%. <laughs> Do something. If you just hold the basket and smile. Yes. Do something. God has blessed you financially. Pay your tithe. Contribute. God, God will come seeking financial food as well. In first Peter 5, you see that if these things be in you, and are bound to coach that you shall neither be barren nor unfruitful. When God bled the people of Israel in Egypt, he told them, borrow earring, nose ring, bracelet from the Egyptians. Then after they borrowed, then he killed all the Egyptians so that there will be nobody to go and pay back to. Later on, when God was now looking for gold for his tabernacle, then he told Moses, tell all the people the gold I gave them, that gold I gave them. <laughs> I'm now seeking food. I come, I come seeking food. And the people gave. The Bible says they gave until Moses told them that it is okay. Yes. You should bring offerings so I say it is okay. Recently, I met a brother who, there's a good one, I can share it. Uh, there'll be no offense. I saw a brother he had pledged some money for something in church. And he brought part. After he brought part, then we did it. So I said, oh, we've done what we wanted to do, so there's no need to bring the rest. They said, no. That pledge is between me and God. It's not about church. It's between me and God. So I'll bring it. I've pledged, I'll do it. Because as for God, 
And when he said that, so that the truth, God, God looked at me and said, Aha! You! You pledged 10 CDs. You brought 8 CDs. You did as if you didn't pledge 10 CDs. <laughs> you have a Christian, you are champions and pledging and forgetting. Hey! <laughs> you are masters, God. But you come seeking fruit. So the brother told me, No apostle. That pledge is between me and God. I'll bring the rest. I said, yes. God bless you. I can't seek him fruit. Whatever God has given you. You know, that's what I'm grateful to. When they said, we are doing evangelism, we'll bring you 10,000 flyers. <laughs> Every time somebody orders food, you put one in the bag. Our adverts will go into houses that we can never go into. Yes. And I tell you, many people are sitting in houses, big houses, dejected, hopeless. Oh, and pastors, me and my brothers, me and my people, we have also disgraced ourselves. People don't trust us again. When people come to us, we collect their money. People come to us, we lie to them. And when people see us, it's like, hey, these people, you shouldn't trust them. People don't even know who to trust. Oh, yes. Oh, truly so. (laughs) So when God comes seeking food for me, I better have food to show. I'm the pastor of the church. When God comes seeking food from the church, I better have food to show. Where God comes, seeking food from Bo, you also better have food to show. Else, the response from God is cut it down. Why are we wasting our time with it? Ain't that the same thing the father told his daughter? Anything, I'll dig and dang around you. Give you money, give you, oh, he even bought car, everything. He told her, if you feel one one paper. <laughs> we are back in Ghana. I don't know if you feel the next one. She passed all. Today she's a lawyer. Someone encourage you as you come to the end of the service. That look, have something to show. How are food born? Food are born primarily through or only through interaction. For mango to be born, interaction between water soil, sun. They interact. Then mango fruit is born. Human beings will bring forth through interaction. Spiritual fruits are also born through interaction with the Holy Spirit. Jesus said, without me, you can do nothing. The quantum of a man's fruit are evidence of his relating with the Holy Spirit. His discourses, his intercourses, his communion, his fellowship, the participation of the Holy Spirit in his life will determine the football. When even a virgin, virgin, look, but how barren can you be? If a virgin is giving birth. <laughs> when Holy Spirit came to Mary through Gabriel, Mary said, I've never had any relating with a man. How can I bring forth? God said, no problem. The things we are talking about, if this spiritually, I will interact with you, you will give birth. You can never say you interact, but there's no birth. 
No. He said the Holy Spirit will come upon you and the Spirit of the Most High shall overshadow you. Then he said, therefore, that which shall be born, birth of you, shall be called the Holy One, there's a lot of Oh, I see you bringing forth holy fruit. As you have your quiet time, as you pray, as you read your Bible, as you hear from God. We said, I saw a sister. Every day, as I've known her, she prays from 11 to 1, from 12 to 2 a.m. Every day, no matter what. <laughs> yes, I called. I said, where are you? She said, I'm in my room. Are you learning? He said, no, my Bible is in front of me. Where are you reading? I'm reading Isaiah 34 or 24. I said, hey, Isaiah. She said, so, the, so then I said, what is it about? She said, it's about marriage. She said, I'm praying for my marriage. I told her, may God answer your prayer. You see, but such a person was looking for a job in a strange land. Applied many places. No one answering her interviews. We'll get back to you. We'll get back to you. We'll get back to you. She said one day she received a call from a strange number. The interview you came for to apply for this job, she said, I have not been for an interview at such a place. Long story short, somebody else had gone for the interview. Not her. And the person's phone number ends in five. And her phone number ends in three. The same number. And the manager saw the five as three. <laughs> I tell you, and called her. I mean, in a strange country where their number is not 10 digits. 0244 That's what? 10. 10. No, no, no. There's, it's not 10. It's something that maybe there's is like 16. Yes. The same number, but the last digit is different. The manager called her. So long story short, she said, anyway, do you want a job? She said, yes. Come today. Start today. So much favor did she receive that one day her boss said that, I want you to meet my wife. When she met, the boss's wife told her that, my husband talks about you all the time. About how much of a blessing you have been to the business that I wanted to put a name, a face to the name. And know that day she was working to where going to, I, I was talking to you about favor. That not everything comes by money. That some things, favor, will bring you. She told me that where she works, they share their money. She said, what I earn in one month, in one day, that's what everybody earns in one month. Yes, what I earn in one day, one day, that's what everybody earns in one month. And I told her, don't worry, there's something called favor. Do you think that if they are sacking staff, should be one of the first to be sacked? No. When you bring forth fruit, you interact deeply with the Holy Spirit. You commune with the Holy Spirit. You make the Holy Spirit important to you. Fruits are automatically born. Look, even when they are looking for a goat to kill, the pregnant one, they don't kill it. <laughs> not true. The fruit-bearing one, even when they are looking for who to kill, once they see fruit being born, like the Bible says, 
Destroy it not for there is a blessing in it. Destroy it not. Look, let me tell you something in conclusion. Life is too complex, so just do the right thing. I think that's a summary of all I've been trying to say for one hour. <laughs> that life is too complex. Strategically position yourself at a place that when you are looking for people to destroy, you won't be part. That's all. Make yourself precious to God. Make yourself precious to God. Make yourself precious to God by becoming a fruit-bearing person. Look at David. When he even went to kill somebody's husband, took their wife, slept with their fruit-bearing guy. God didn't kill him. Fruit-bearing guy. God. The act of the Philistine that we are reading about Bedidom. They took their ark. Eh? Saul was king. Nothing occurred to Saul to go and bring the ark of God to Israel. He was king. When David became king, he said, I'm going to bring the ark. That's what the difference between the two of them. One, God was precious to him. The other, God has it. He's not thinking about God. Not thinking about God. I see you becoming a fruit bearing, full of fruit. After three months, after one year, after three years, after five years, let's stand to our feet. Pray for yourself as we close. First of all, ask God to forgive you for not bringing forth the required fruit. Because all of us, I'm sure, have things that God expects of us that we have not brought forth. People you should have invited who you have not invited. Pledges you should have redeemed that you have not redeemed. Sacrifices you should have made that you didn't make. Offerings you should have given that you have not given. Money you should have contributed. Those watching on Facebook, you are also part. Money you should have... There's some of you watching on Facebook, eh? There's money you should give you've not given. Yes. Let's all pray for forgiveness. He said, if you will confess your sins, he's faithful and just to forgive you and to cleanse you from all unrighteousness. Because there is none righteous. No, not one. Some of you can sing. You are struggling with singing. Volunteer your nice voice. Volunteer your nice voice. Volunteer your nice voice. Volunteer. Not everybody's voice is nice. As I'm here speaking, there are songs I want to sing, but my voice cannot sing it, so I've decided to speak. But yours is nice. But you sing as you struggle. In the name of Jesus, with every head bowed and with every eye closed, maybe somebody invited you to church. But I want to say, Pastor, pray with me. I want to be born again. This morning, I want to give my life to Jesus. I want to start bearing fruit. If you are here like that, just raise up your hand and I'll pray with you as we close. Or you are a Christian, 
but I want to rededicate your life to God this morning and start actual fruit bearing. Lift up your hand also and we'll pray once as we close. You want to rededicate your life to God. Is there anybody here like that? Father, we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Put your hands together as you take your seats. As we close, I want to share with you a scripture. May your promotion in every area of your life start today. In Jesus' name. Psalm 75 verse 6. Psalm 75 verse 6. God brought us to his banquet to promote us and to bless us. Psalm 75 verse 6. For promotion may be promoted in every area of your life. Yesterday, I was reading on the news and I saw that the architect designing the National Cathedral, David Ajay, is that how to pronounce it? Ajay or Ajay? Ajay, good. He's been given a world award for some design he did for some Barbados slavery something museum something. The guy we are insulting in Ghana. Worldwide. And look, and they said he had received many awards hmm. for promotion. Maybe promoted in whatever area of life you are in. If you are a doctor, you see, there are some doctors that if you meet them, you won't die. Some other doctors, you are not sure. Some doctors are more promoted in their field than others. Some pastors are also more promoted in their field. So I pray for promotion in my field. That's why I confess that I'm the third best pastor in Accra. I'm confessing my promotion. It's true. Third best. After Bishop Dag and Bishop Adi, I am there. You know, it's not a crime, man. You too, you can say you are there. It's not a problem. <laughs> it's not a problem. It's not a problem. You don't pay. He said, for promotion comes. I see your promotion coming. Yes. If you are a student, will you be top of your class? He said, it doesn't come from the east, the west, or the south. He says that but God is the one who judges who should be promoted. He puts down one and he sets up the other. I see God setting you up. I see God taking you higher. I see God taking you forward. In your office, in your business, may you be chosen. And it shall come to pass, Deuteronomy chapter 8, 28 verse 1, that if thou shalt hearken diligently, Unto the voice of the Lord thy God to observe and to do all his commandments that commanded this day, that the Lord thy God shall set thee on high above all nations of the earth. In your marriage, maybe your husband doesn't really regard you anymore. May you be promoted to be loved and cherished. Maybe you are married but without children. You are watching me on Facebook. Maybe somebody asked you to watch me on Facebook today. May God promote you into the realms of motherhood. 
motherhood in the name of Jesus. Maybe you are a man, a male, you propose to eight different women. You want to get married, but you've not had the promotion of your proposal being accepted. May God promote you and may God touch the heart of a woman to say yes to you. Maybe in your business, the people you who are your colleagues, they all seem to be doing well apart from you. From today, may God promote you and set you The word nations in the Bible means people. It doesn't mean geographical, political entities. It means people. Whoever your contemporaries are, may you be promoted above them in the name of Jesus. Maybe in your office, you are not even due for promotion, but by reason of this prayer, may unexpected favor come upon you and may God cause your bosses and the authorities over your life to promote you in the name of Jesus. Maybe financially, you are not struggling, but you are not where you would want to be in the name of Jesus. I ask the Lord to promote you. To be promoted means to be lifted up. May you be lifted up financially in the name of Jesus. Maybe you have a business. No one buys from you. Maybe you have a shop. An online shop on Instagram. Nobody buys from you. They say it is the pandemic. They say it is the dollar. May God cause your business, may God call a spirit of attraction, attraction to come upon your business so that your business will always be chosen. The Bible says the heart of the king is in the hands of the Lord and he turns it with that way he will. May people choose your, your online shop to buy from constantly and consistently. By this prayer, if it is true, that God does not call the words of his servants to fall to the ground, then may every prayer I pray concerning your promotion come to pass in the name of Jesus. Maybe you have a physical brick and mortar business. No one comes there. Sales are scanty. In the name of Jesus, we call forth prosperity to come into your business. May there be a spirit of attraction in the realm of the spirit, may God cause men to come to your shop. May God fill you with wisdom. The Bible says that wisdom has in her right hand promotion and honor. In her left hand, riches, long life. Maybe your life will be cut short. But may, your, may the length of your days be prolonged in the name of Jesus. I pray concerning sickness and disease now. May you be elevated above family sickness, family diseases, sicknesses that run through the bloodline. Your mother has it, grandmother has it. Ah, may it not come to you in the name of Jesus. Breast cancer is arrested this morning in Jesus. Your breast shall not be cut in the name of Jesus. Be covered with his cloud of protection. May you be promoted in your school, in your academics. Maybe others are being referred, having children. You are afraid. You are afraid. But when the results come, I declare that you are promoted in the name of Jesus. 
maybe you need God to intervene to intervene in a crisis you are in maybe you need the intervention of God may he send his holy angels who intervene in the decisions of men to cause you to be exonerated exonerated by reason of mercy the angels who God sent to Peter's physical cell and they broke the padlock and the chains and they woke Peter up held him by the hand took him out of the prison may God send those same angels because they are still alive to your house to wherever you are to wherever you reside and may those same angels physically intervene on your behalf in the name of Jesus maybe thieves and robbers have marked your house to strike at you may those same angels protect you in the name of Jesus maybe your car has been earmarked by demons for an accident may those same angels intervene physically in the name of Jesus maybe as you are in an Uber that car is earmarked maybe that driver is cursed and as you are in the car there's a death wish may you be exonerated in the name of Jesus maybe you bought some things from abroad and because of the depreciation of the dollar you don't know what to do in the name of Jesus that same power that lifted up the ark of Noah upon the waters when all creatures were destroyed may that same power intervene on your behalf and on the behalf of your business so that you will rise above the crisis that is in God may a supernatural impartation of the grace of God be given to you today now I pray concerning your thoughts the Bible says the thoughts of the diligent they turn to plenty I pray concerning your promotion today I pray concerning promotion today I lift every part of your existence into the supernatural realm called promotion in whatever area of your life promotion is needed may God speak to you he said I am the Lord that teaches you to profit and shows you the way in which you should go I hear the word bad decisions any bad decision you have taken that has brought you to a bad place any bad decision you've made that has brought you into a crisis any bad decision you've made that has brought you trouble I speak mercy the mercy of God into that situation I ask Jesus the same Jesus who spoke to the storm and said peace be still we speak by that same spirit to that storm and we say peace be still today marks the end of every crisis in the life of everybody here in this room by the supernatural intervention of God he told Nebuchadnezzar 
the day that you will lift up your eyes to heaven and confess that the heavens do rule in the affairs of men. Today, I call heaven, I call heaven and implore heaven to come into the situation, every situation of every need here. I call heaven to intervene, to be involved, to interfere with, to participate in the life of everybody here this morning. I pray over you. I pray mercy over you. I pray favor over your life. I pray promotion over your life. I speak elevation over your life. I speak transformation. Positive spiritual transformation and upliftment into your life. The Egyptian you see today, I declare, you see no more. Stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. From today, your mouth will be filled with laughter. Your mouth will be filled with testimonies. You will say, look what the Lord has done. You will text me and say, Apostle, I cannot believe it. You say, Bishop, God is amazing. Some of you things that you have looked for for years have not gotten are being given to you. Shatofalibosima kavola. The cause of tears, the cause of crying, the cause of anxiety, the cause of pain, the cause of sleepless nights, the cause of headaches, the cause of depression. That which makes you take Panadol in the night so you can sleep is removed. It's removed. It's removed in the name of Jesus. You shall marry and be happy in marriage. You shall get a well-paying job. The interview you shall suddenly be called. Listen, where you expect your breakthrough to come from, it will come from a different place. It will come from a different place. But surely, surely it will come from the Lord. Don't be afraid. As you write that exam again, you shall pass it this time. Don't be afraid that you write that exam again. It's a new day. It's a new season. It's a new beginning. He said, today is the acceptable day of the Lord. Therefore, move forward, my son. Therefore, advance, my daughter. For the Bible says, it is the Lord that advanced Moses. Therefore, do I call the Lord into your situation. Your life will never be the same again. Today marks a turning point. It's an acceptable day. It is an opportune day. The Holy Spirit intervenes. He comes into your situation now. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Kalabasima Kapala. You see it happen. 
somebody you are going to travel with a group of people you see you'll be the only person to get the visa in the group you'll be the only person to get the visa may your life be different to what it has been in Jesus name Amen Amen Thank God for your promotion as you take your seats. By my words, that I've prayed for you, spoken about your life, it has happened. It has happened. I don't see anything wrong with the lights on stage.